Blog Talk Radio. and around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award-winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. This is Tim and Julie Harris. We're broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Hey, it's Friday, April 11th. Hopefully your year is going fantastic. Hopefully you're setting yourselves up to have the best year of your lives. And I mean the most money, the most people served, the most fun you can possibly have as an agent. Guys, listen, this is, we are experiencing the very beginning stages of what will be a 7- to 10-year real estate recovery. I'll call it a boom. I know other people aren't telling you that, but the simple fact is, is that is the cycle that we're currently in. If you want me to explain that to you and kind of back up what I'm saying with proof, feel free to request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. But the bottom line is, if you've ever wondered what it felt like to be in the right place at the right time, well, guess what? You are. And this, of course, is Real Estate Coaching Radio, your unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to make you money in this real estate market. And, guys, the fact is, it's what's working now is not the same that worked back in the boom. The pre, well, the boom turned bust. It's not the same that worked maybe five or ten years ago. The reality of it is, is as you guys know, everything has changed. Things change at such an alarming pace, it's hard to keep track, hard to keep up with. We're going to share with you today a little discussed but I think shockingly true fact that working by referral or only focusing or primarily focusing on referrals for your source of business, well, guys, the simple fact is, is it won't work, and I'm here to tell you that it probably never really has worked, and that's the reason that so many of you have, frankly, tried to have that be your focus in your business, and it's not worked out. So we're going to be discussing with you, and I'm going to give you the, really the facts, the history, and all the, I think, the bottom line as to why referrals and centers of influence and all that, of course, are the core fundamental uh, building block of any successful agent's business. But the reality of it is, is the way it's going, the way folks are doing it, and frankly, the way you guys are being trained to do it, doesn't work anymore, uh, if it ever worked in the first place. And furthermore, we're going to tell you what you should be doing and how you can become your trusted, uh, become the trusted friend or advisor for your centers of influence, past clients, those you love, care about. So, Julie, you have been on coaching yes. calls. I know we've had a very, very busy week. I'm reading some, actually, I was reading a chat that was coming in from an existing student. Um, a lot of people, Julie, I have to say, are, are coming to us to, and hiring us as their coaches. And they have been around the block, if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. A lot of these That's guys right. have been through the buy referral program or have been mm-hmm. through the you know cold calling program or have been through similar other things. And they've kind of tested them out. And when they listen to what we're saying on this radio show or read our emails or certainly request a free coaching call, we're validating what they've always suspected, that a lot of those things really don't work and never probably have. So share with the listeners some of the free coaching calls or just your normal scheduled private client coaching calls. Share with the listeners some of the things you've been experiencing this past week. 
Well, it's not unusual to get a call from a client who's maybe looking to make a change with their coaching, or maybe they've been out of coaching for quite some time, and they've been exposed to some other things. And maybe, you know, I I always ask a lot of questions. What's your exposure to coaching? Have you been coached by? What did you like? What didn't you like? And it's not unusual for them to say, well, you know, I've got boxes of all this stuff that I ordered, and I've been sitting around my office, and I'm supposed to be getting this out, doing these pop buys, and dropping in on my past clients, and my neighbors, and my friends. And I ask them, why is it that that's still sitting around in your office? Well, I'm not really comfortable doing that. I did a couple of them, and I just wasn't feeling well, it. You're jumping ahead. So, don't, don't, you're yeah. jumping ahead. Well, but you asked me about coaching, coaching calls from this week, and yes. you know that's a common thing. And they're kind of trying to sort out what they should be doing about all of this, and they're questioning what they have you know, maybe signed up for in the past and that sort of thing. So really, it gets down to what are they going to take action on and, um, you know, the exciting thing is they've come to the realization that saying that you do anything only probably isn't going to make a lot of profit. Why would you limit yourself that way? So we have a lot of conversations like that on a weekly basis. So we're going to be sharing with you guys the facts, the truths, the things that I think a lot of people aren't telling you about why working by referral won't work and probably never really has. We're going to be giving you the specifics, the histories of it, some things for you to think about when considering what direction you want to go in your real estate business. So we will come back in about a minute. Is coaching right for you? And how can I guarantee it will work for me? Chances are you are asking yourself those questions right now. I'll answer those critical questions for you in just a moment. But first, let's be honest about something you may have always suspected. You've probably always known that the nation's top 1% of realtors, you know, those millionaire agents you see on TV, they possess a secret knowledge that the other 99% of agents do not have. Where did they learn what they know? And more importantly, how did they learn how to put this closely guarded information into money-making action? It's simple. They have a coach. Not just any coach. The nation's mega millions, top 1% of the realtors know that in order to maintain their almost unfair advantage, that they must have their own personal coach. A proven market-tested coach who has truly walked in their shoes, a coach who has worked with many of the nation's leading agents. At this point, you're probably ready to maybe try coaching. However, you don't want to be unfairly locked into a long-term ball and chain that coaching contracts can give you. It just makes sense that you should be able to try it before you buy it. Even more importantly, you want to have a coach who is the best of the best not someone who is simply assigned to you, or even worse, has never sold real estate. Can you imagine? If this is you, I have something for you right now that is exactly what you have been looking for. For the next 48 hours, Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching is offering you a free coaching call. This is a real coaching call with a real Tim and Julie Harris coach. Now, while you are thinking about it, why don't you visit us online? at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Once again, that is freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Now, let's be clear. This exclusive coaching opportunity is only available for the first 50 realtors who are stone-cold serious about their real estate business and know that in order to succeed at the highest level, they must hire a coach. 
So don't wait any longer. Take action now and visit us again at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Thanks so much. See you all soon. So let's talk about the whole buyer referral trend, okay? Now, the buyer referral trend uh, essentially started back really in the 70s. It's been around that long. And I'm going to cover with you guys some basics of really how people go about making a purchasing decision. So I'm going to go through three points, and I want you to think about these things and sort of apply them to how you actually go about logically purchasing anything. And when you take yourself through this mental process, you're going to find that really a lot of things start to make more sense as why things do and don't work. It's just kind of when you see information like we're about to present it, it kind of just exposes a lot of the fallacies that are out there truly about working referral. So this is the old way of how someone went about making a decision. And think about yourself. In the, let's say, five, six, seven years ago, when you had to make a decision of someone to hire or a product to buy, this is the pattern that you probably went through. The first question you'd ask yourself is, do, not, do I know anyone? In other words, let's say, for example, you had to hire a roofer. The first question you'd ask is, well, do I know a roofer? Do I personally know somebody that I've used in the past? And if you did then probably you're going to call that person again. So that's the first sort of filter that everyone runs any sort of buying decision through is do I personally know somebody, okay? The second filter, if you don't know anyone, the second thing you're going to do traditionally is you're going to ask a trusted friend or advisor for a referral. So think about this. You're looking for a roofer. You ask for you, you uh, ask yourself, do I know a roofer? If you do know a roofer, you're probably going to call that roofer again. And if you don't know somebody that you trust to be a roofer, then the old way of doing business is you probably would have then asked your neighbor, asked your friends, asked your family members. Now, if you didn't know any, if you didn't know anyone personally, and you asked for a roofing referral from your friends and neighbors, and they didn't know anybody, then what you did traditionally is you'd respond to an ad. Okay, so I want you guys to think about that. Those are usually in big generalizations, but those are the filters that most people go through in deciding. Who, uh, who to hire to provide a service for them. But in a lot of cases, too, it's also what to buy. Those, that is the traditional pattern. Now, st- the numbers, percentage-wise, I've read these numbers different places, so I'm just going to kind of just give you generalizations. 60% of the time, someone's going to use somebody that they've used before. Okay, so they're going to ask themselves, do I know anyone? And if they do, 60% of the time they're going to use that person before. So if that was a roofing, uh, you know, if a roofing business, a lot of that business is obviously going to go to someone that those people know. So right there, it makes pursuing your uh, folks for referrals and whatnot, it makes that valid. Okay, so right there, that is like, okay, you need to be part of that 60%. Now, the next layer of it is, is remember, ask, a suggest, uh, ask for a suggestion from a friend or a family member. 30% of the time, that's where then people are finding who they're going to do business with. Only 10% of the time, statistically, does someone respond to an ad. And I've actually seen those numbers as low as 3%. In other words, virtually everybody traditionally, before about five or six years ago, follow me on all this, were making their decisions on what realtor they were going to hire based on who they knew, in other words, who they've used in the past, and or a referral from a trusted friend or advisor. This just makes sense, doesn't it? Right, so this fits to the way your experiences that you've been having in your in your real estate business. Now, as I said, this was relevant probably about ten years ago, and then everything started to change. Why? Think about yourself. Think about, for example, you need to buy a new frying pan or a pair of tennis shoes or light bulb. It doesn't matter what. What do you do? 
you go on Amazon or whatever your site is, and then you're going to read other sort of anonymous in most cases reviews of whatever product it was you're going to buy. I know personally, <laughs> Julie and I have a problem because we have so many cardboard boxes that we have to get rid of every single week, so many so that we can't yeah. fit them all in our trash cans because all the junk we order from Amazon and from these different websites because virtually everything we buy we get online and we buy based on the referrals or rather based on the recommendations or based on the reviews of the people from that website, right? So what happened was is that our own personal buying behavior is now being not – I'm not going to any trusted friends or advisors. I'm going to virtual trusted friends or advisors, and hopefully they're giving me a good advice. Isn't that what you do now? Well, guess what? That's what your customers are doing too. So the old way of doing business, the old way of basically being able to be by referral only, that if it ever worked in the first place, which personally I don't think it did, but if it ever worked in the first place, it definitely, definitely went to the retirement home in the sky about a decade ago. So those of you, as Julie was alluding to earlier, who have tried the by referral only programs and have been frustrated with them not working, well, now I'm sure you're figuring out in your head why. Now, what has changed? People now use online reviews, Amazon reviews, Yelp. Hardly anyone asks for a referral from a trusted friend or advisor anymore. They go to the net. Think about Well, yourself. you go to the net, you can find out in three seconds versus waiting for your friend to call you back or email you back or whatever. And it's much more efficient because you get – you know, you might have 50 people telling you what they thought instead of just your friend, and you can you'll know in the next two seconds. It's just more yeah, efficient. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you want to find a good Italian restaurant in your town tonight, right? So Julie and I are flying into town, and we say we want you to take us to the best Italian restaurant. And you don't know any Italian restaurants personally, right? The old way would have been you would start calling your friends or maybe your whomever your neighbor and said, "Hey, I got these people coming in town. They want to go to an Italian restaurant." Uh, they don't want Chef Boyardee, <laughs> what, so where are we going to take them, right? And then they would have said, well, you know, there's this place and that place. Nowadays, what do you do? You go to Yelp. You go to the different restaurant review sites. You see, guys, everything has changed about how we go about making decisions on what we're going to purchase, including real estate services, including CPA services. I mean, Julie and I moved to Austin, Texas, you know, less than a year ago. We had to find new dentists. We had to find new this, that, and the other. Pretty and much I'm everything. telling you what we did. We didn't ask our neighbors. We went on Yelp. We went on the different review sites. So, in other words, the old patterns that made the, con- the concept of buy referral only valid no longer are true. It is done with. It doesn't work anymore. Especially it went the way of the dial lockbox. Exactly. A lot of these guys won't know what you're talking about. But especially as the younger demographic comes into being of buying houses, as you guys know it's already happening, the baby boomers' kids are going to represent more real estate transactions than all the baby boomers together. So the reality of it is is this next wave of huge buyers and sellers, this next boom that we're going to start experiencing over the next seven to ten ten years – they will not follow the same patterns as their parents. They will not be asking for a trust or for a referral. They will be going right to the review sites and making their decision from there. And then they'll either find you or they won't or whatnot. So we're going to dig in even more. So the ultimate flaw with the referral-only program is this. Julie, you can go ahead. That first point's kind of fun. Well, so by its very nature, only working your center of influence and past client is automatically limiting. It's limited to the number of people that you know. Most people know a set number of folks, and that very, very rarely changes. So has your personal list of contacts really changed in the past five to ten years? 
maybe a couple people, but by and large, they're the same people you talk to day in and day out. So because of that, you will quickly wear out that personal list. They're going to get tired of you hounding them for business, especially if you use terrible scripts, by the way. But then, you know, sooner or later, they're going to want to actually avoid you. You're going to get the exact opposite of what you're trying to do. And that's what we so, hear on these yeah. free coaching calls. When we're doing these free coaching calls with you guys, who some of you have never been through the buyer for only programs, and it sounds nice. Oh yes, and we're gonna we're gonna knock sure. out the you know point out some more fallacies with those programs, but it sounds nice. It feels nice. Everybody's so wonderful. It's so great to hear you. You're gonna pop in. Everyone's gonna give each other hugs and forget me not seeds and beer cozies. Okay, we're gonna talk about all that in a second. But the reality of it is, is that does not work. It never has worked. It never will work. People who tell you that it's working, is it's working in a very small limiting scale. I believe, and I think this is true, if your goal is to only sell 10 to maybe 15 houses a year and you have a database of probably about 300 people that you're going to actively work, I do believe you can sell around a dozen houses a year. I think that is true. I'd agree with vast, that. Yeah, for a vast but, majority of But they're only going to buy once. What happens the next well, year? So I'll, I didn't write this in our notes, Jules, but this is true. There has been lots of research that have done that's been done, and you've heard this too, Julie, that most mm-hmm. people are born and die within 25 mile radius of the, mm-hmm. the exact same spot. In other words, they never move; they stay in the right. exact same world. They grow up in the exact same community. Now that's changing, obviously, but I bet you a vast majority of you guys listening right now. You are living and selling real estate in the same town or darn near it within 25 miles of where you were born. So that means that your personal centers of influence, your personal you know, circle of influence, your, the people you know, the people you grow up with, it hasn't changed and neither is theirs. You guys see how the, the very nature of the idea of just hounding and pestering and begging your centers of influence and past clients, that only works for a very limited amount of time. And then after that, as Julie said, you have tapped that list out, and you are done. You're not going to get any more. And then you're going to say, well, this buyer referral stuff is supposed to work. Why isn't it working for me anymore? Because it never really worked in the first place. That's why. So, Jules, what's the second point? Okay, so, you oh, know. I think we already said it. What's the being third point? Being popped in. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, I mean, how do you really like being popped in on out of the blue? Because well, they that's don't know part what of what that about. program is. But, where, okay. Yeah, well, so there's, there's a coaching program out there that asks you guys, suggests that you randomly take your list of uh, centers of influence and past clients, and you pop in them on them. Just, hello, I'm here. Well, let me tell you guys, not, not, now not that we're living in Texas, <laughs> now that you're living in Texas, if you pop in on somebody and you're not expected, you just might get shot. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I'm not even People, joking. I mean – well, you have the practicality of it, right? Not everybody lives in a cookie-cutter neighborhood where you can just go door-to-door and you know everybody. But, you know, you go to these – you go on somebody's property, I don't know, man. I don't think I'd be doing that without uh, an invitation. That's right. And in some areas where there's gates, good luck with that popping. Oh, here's an idea. Well, like how about the whole all... state of Florida is gated, basically? Well, how about the whole city of uh, – uh, basically the city of New York? Good, pa- yeah. good luck getting past your doorman to do your pop-in. Yeah. I mean, so guys, you, you, I mean, we're making fun of this stuff because it's so ridiculous. You can't help but make fun of it. It's just so ridiculous that people are still advocating this. All right, so the next point, that in most markets, people will be on more than one agent's database. Now, I, had this, I wrote this point down because I was on a free coaching call. And this person was in this other coaching program, and they'd been in it forever, at, where they were basically in some, they had some 
uh, database that they're paying $100 to manage and you, that well, all this other Mickey Mouse. And then they said that they had been getting virtually no uh, – essentially they weren't earning any money from this a buyer referral type widget you know, where you're just supposed to hound the people you know. and You guys know what I'm talking about. So they then told me – this was the epiphany where they realized why it wasn't working – that they literally had mailed some beer cozy or some frisbee or some other tchotchke piece of junk – to one of their centers of they they bought like 300 of them, mailed them out to their centers of influence and past clients. They said they dropped off some of them and all that. Then he went and knocked on a door. This was a guy, and he told me that basically he knocked on the door, and here was his bright yellow frisbee. It had something cute on it, and you know it was supposed to evoke some emotion. He thought, well, this guy's going to really like this frisbee. It's for his dog or whatever. Opened the door, and there was the exact same frisbee with the exact same message with another realtor's name sitting right there in his foyer. In other words. Some other agent was also on the same program, had the exact same person in their database, and that's what happens. And so you guys think there's novelty in the eyes of the consumer when you're dropping off the forget-me-not seeds and the pumpkin pies in October and the Frisbees and the beer cozies and the magnets and the beer can openers and whatever the other things that you're dropping off. Mm -hmm. But the reality of it is as soon as another agent does the same thing for that same person, how does that make you look? Guys, this is not professional. Doing this type of it's thing is weird. not professional. Well, and that that's the last point I dropped off. Or I dropped off. I was reading my next point. When you're when you're doing your pop in or dropping off your forget me not seeds, so other agents are doing for the exact same thing for this uh the same exact owners. So obviously that loses its efficiency. And the last point I think is the most valid point and the one I want all of you to internalize. Julie, can you read it? Well, it's just not professional. What other professional do you know? Drops off pumpkin pies, seeds, beer cozies, whatever. Are you telling me you would hire a professional conduct, conduct the most significant financial decision of your life because they give you some tchotchke or magnet or a bottle opener? I don't think so. I mean, our, our lawn guy doesn't even do that. You guys, just think about that for a second. I would suggest that not only would you not do business with someone that tried to give you some little trinket, that you would actually be recoil from the fact that someone gave you a little trinket. I bet you when someone gives you some little forget-me-not seed packages or a pumpkin pie in October, you have to be thinking, like let's say your insurance guy did that. Maybe there's some cuteness to it, but at the end of the day, aren't you thinking in the back of your head, why is this guy giving me a pie? Shouldn't he be out selling insurance or spending time with his family? Right. If you had to then go and hire somebody, let's say, to be your CPA or your financial advisor, and the way this guy tries to woo you and get your business is by giving you junk over a period of time with hopes that he's going to wear you down and guilt you into actually doing business with him or sending him a referral, is that professional? Is that how you want to be seen in the community? Can you think of a single anybody who's well-respected that conducts themselves like that? Guys, think about it. It's just common sense. This is just one of those things in real estate, this whole buy referral thing, the idea that you can build your business around just this one widget. It's just a trendy fad that makes agents believe that all it's going to take is me junk, dropping a bunch of junk on them over a period of time, and I'll wear them down, and then when it comes to doing real estate transactions, they're going to think of me. Yes, when it comes to doing real estate transactions, they're going to think of you because they're not going to call you because of the fact that they now are questioning, what kind of professional are you? This is harsh. This is direct. But this is also the truth. Well, let's be clear, too. We're not anti-referral. Of course not. 
I love it when all of our clients do lots of business with their past clients and centers of influence. That's fantastic. Just not going about it in this particular method. That's right. We're asking you to take seriously what we're saying and think about this with your own logic in your own brains and realizing the fact that you are in the position right now to get the most of what will be a 7- to 10-year real estate boom. In order for that to happen, do not just follow the herd. If everyone else in your office is saying to do X, I guarantee you it's the wrong thing to do. Top producers in the country know that in order to be successful long-term, they have to do things differently. They are not going to be dropping off seeds. They're not going to be giving away beer cozies. They're not going to be doing all this other gimmicky stuff. You wonder why so many people have a bad opinion of real estate agents. It's probably because of these little gimmicky things that people do. It's not professional. Don't do it. It's not professional. Don't do it. Don't ever do it. And if you see another agent that's thinking about subscribing or thinking about subscribing to one of those types of programs, ask them. So let me ask you that forget-me-not seeds or the beer cozy that you're about to buy. Oh, by the way, those other coaching programs uh, more or less insist that you buy all these little tchotchke things from them to then to give away to your centers of influence and past clients. And the funny thing is, is those of you who've been involved in those coaching programs, <laughs> the question Julia and I always ask during our free coaching calls is how much of that junk is still sitting around in your office and now you have to basically walk around it every day constantly reminding yourself of all the money that you wasted on the little, you know, whatever gimmick thing that you were supposed to deliver to your centers of influence and past clients. Does this really sound like a way anyone should be doing business? Of course not. Guys, there are proven ways, simple ways, oh, and by the way, free ways for you to stay in front of your centers of influence and past clients so that when they think, I need a professional to sell my house, they're going to think of you, not the person who happened to drop off a, uh, an ice scraper for their windshield in the middle of June. Guys, think about these things. It just makes sense. Julie, anything you want to say before we wrap for the week? Well, I mean, think about who you're talking to, how many times you're talking to them, and what the impression is, and take this stuff seriously. It does matter. These are the people who should be knowing, loving, and trusting you, not thinking, what was that person thinking knocking on my door with that Frisbee? That was a little weird. Hmm. You know the same okay, thing, Okay, so too, take it seriously, but go ahead. They're, they're told to pop in on Saturday morning. That's one of the other things one of my uh, the new clients, yeah. our new coaching clients, told me. Said that the, the latest rate. Oh, you got to you got to go there Saturday morning. Yeah. If People anybody love being comes disturbed to my, in their jammies, don't they? If anybody, exactly, if anyone comes to my door Saturday morning with some <laughs> little plastic crappy giveaway thing, that will not end well. I will stick both of our French no. bulldogs on you. Just the record. And they're after means. not feeding them overnight on purpose. <laughs> right. so they'll be nice and hungry and mean yeah well you know and, and we're, we're joking about this but a lot of people don't they take it very seriously so you know, the think funny about thing what about you're about doing this, the funny thing about this particular topic I've noticed is when we mm-hmm. confront it especially as directly as we just did a lot of people take offense to it they take offense to it because it's their own little personal slice of what they think is going to make them successful. And then when you start applying logic to their emotional response, then they're like, oh, yeah, I see your point, damn it. I know. But, you know, the thing is, <laughs> if I had ever, ever had a client tell me, because we always ask, where did your latest listing come from? We're tracking your sources all the time. I've never like once to know. heard a gimmicky thing never. like that. Have you? Oh, they listened ever. with me because of the seed packet. Really? No. I've never heard that. And, you know, honestly, if we had, we would have a different stance on this. Well, I list, yeah, they listed with me because for the past 22 years, I've been giving them a pumpkin pie in October. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. No. I mean, it's just so funny to say. But, you know, as I'm saying this, I'm picturing a room full of agents with some silver bullet salesman standing in front of them, telling them about all these little gimmicky things. And the agent's thinking, well, I mean, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. And my broker or office manager well, sure. wouldn't have told me to go to this meeting had there not been some you know, validity to what he's saying. There isn't. Okay. Yeah, but you at know, the end of the day, is, isn't it just a creative avoidance of doing the things that are more direct and more effective and actually work faster? But here's, here, I think here's it's creative irony, avoidance, right? personally. But, mm-hmm. but, Jules, here's the irony. Most people, so guys, last time you went to an, an, an event where you bought a ticket to go to it, how did you go about finding information about that event? It doesn't matter if it was real estate or otherwise. Probably somebody called you and sold you the ticket. And then when you're there listening to the whatever – what are they trying to do? They're trying to sell you something face to face. And they're trying right. to, but the irony of it is is most times what they're trying to do, what they're trying to sell you on is that you don't need to do face to face. My system will make it so that it's done passively for you. But isn't that what if they're they, doing? It's, it's the exact opposite of what they're trying to convince you to do. Mm-hmm. If they knew how to do anything passively, why would they be sitting in front or standing in front of you trying to sell you something face to face? You see the Got irony it. of it? it you know, here's mm-hmm. the other funny thing. I, I, the other real fad that I think is really coming to its summit, I think it's gonna, we're going to start hearing lots of blowback. I think lots of agents are going to bail from it. But buying buyer leads, I know that's one of my soapboxes, but it's worth mentioning because so many agents are getting suckered into that. So it doesn't matter who you're buying the buyer leads from. You guys know who I'm talking about. So buying buyer leads, first of all, is insane. Um, if you want me to help you discover and create free ways to generate loads of buyer leads, Go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Julie and I are expanding our availability in, uh, the rest of this month and probably into May, so we're going to be available for more free coaching calls. But here's the thing. All right, so you guys are buying buyer leads from Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com, Boomtown, all these other sources that sell you buyer leads, but how are they selling you into buying buyer leads? How are they doing it? They're calling you. They're calling you. Guys, don't you get the irony of it? So here it is. They're trying to sell you into their online lead generation. We'll sell you all of our leads. But they're doing it by prospecting you over the phone. It Doesn't that seem a little counterintuitive for a company that's supposedly going to sell you online leads? Don't you guys see the irony in that? So there's lots and lots of things out there that are in the real estate industry and under the guise of helping agents generate business that are just plain gimmicks. And you guys got to cut through it. You got to use your own brains. You got to think, does this really make any sense? Or is this just a one-time sale? I read a a report yesterday by Seeking Alpha about Zillow. And Zillow specifically has now almost 60,000 users. And they're talking about the fact that Zillow probably is to the point where they can't get any more users because so many users are quitting. In other words, so many join and then almost like an equal number quit. So they're really almost out of their potential growth uh, growth stage. And so they're going to have to get into other things, which I'm sure they will. And they'll probably execute it brilliantly, if we're being honest. But the thing I thought was very interesting about the whole Zillow thing, is that the research that the Seeking Alpha a website had done said that virtually nobody who signs up for Zillow then quits ever goes back. I could pretty much guarantee you that's true for all these companies, the buyer referral companies, all these other gimmicky companies, because people walk away feeling like they got a little burned, okay? Because it didn't make sense, because they realized in retrospect that they were sold something that really doesn't fit. And oftentimes you guys are signing on to these things with a required contract. 
you know, you guys are enrolling in these other coaching programs, buying these lead generation widgets, doing all this other stuff, and you're being forced to sign for six months or 12 months. Now, we specifically don't use contracts with any of our coaching programs because we want you to always be in control. We want you to know that every single day, week, and month, we have to impress you with the coaching and the other products that we're providing you as part of your coaching program. And if you're not, you can cancel with no strings attached. Now, what does that tell you about the way we do business that we're not going to try to basically sell you into a contract that if you try to get out, then you might be threatened with a suit? That is what everybody else is doing, and we are not. So be clear in your head, guys. When we say the unfiltered, you know, full strength, honesty about what's working in real estate today, we're, we took our gloves off. We're not being politically correct. We don't care who we offend anymore because we are personally tired of so many agents struggling. You guys have the opportunity in the next 7 to 10 years to make an enormous difference in your lives, and not just your lives. If that doesn't motivate you enough, your family's lives, your grandchildren's lives, your community's lives, you have so many opportunities coming up right now to be of service to others and, frankly, make a fortune and be financially free but you got to make sure you're following the right path. That's what we're here for. Can I be any more direct than that? Don't think so. I think that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> All right, guys, listen, have a fantastic weekend. Thank you for listening, and thank you for making um, this real estate coaching radio show the most popular and listened to and downloaded real estate coaching radio show on the Internet. It didn't take us very long to accomplish that goal, and we really appreciate it. Please help us by spreading the word about this radio show. Listen, if there's anything we can ever do for any of you, anything ever, we are offering free coaching calls. Go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And, of course, we give priority to existing students and also those of you who are ready to become students. So only the serious agents, please, request a free coaching call. Otherwise, frankly, you can, you know, if you're part-time, you're not serious. If you're not really, really ready to jump on two feet into the real estate industry, we're not for you and the free coaching calls are for you. It's only for agents who are existing students or those of you who are ready to become students. Hopefully that is clear for everyone. So in the meantime, you guys have a brilliant weekend, and thank you for listening. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.